The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 656. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap-Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She is an award-winning writer, speaker, and serial entrepreneur based in Southeast Asia, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Carla Singson. Carla, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Hey, Sheena. And hi to all of Sheena's listeners. I'm so glad to be here. This is one I've, I haven't done a podcast interview in a while. And I'm so happy to get back in the game by doing this show for all of you ladies. And of course, if there are gentlemen out there who are also listening, thank you for being here. My journey towards self-confidence has not been very quick and easy. But one thing that I can say about it is that once you have it, you have it and it will never leave you. So as Sheena mentioned I'm based in Southeast Asia and I've I've been born and raised in the Philippines and in a country like the Philippines most women are not really like quotations like encouraged to be confident but I'm very happy that I made the decision to look the other way. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, especially with a country like the Philippines, yeah, as women, we're, we've been told to just like go to school, get a job or get married. And, you know, the standard of beauty in the Philippines is also insane, you know, especially when it comes to saying, you know, you have to be light skin or white skin to be beautiful, not realizing like everyone's beautiful in their own own way, in their own skin. And, you know, I really want to promote that, especially in the Philippines to, you know, let everyone realize like, they are beautiful just the way they are and they don't need any kind of enhancement to to do that, right? So yeah, I really love that you mentioned that you're taking the path less traveled. <laughs> so thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? My favorite self-confidence quote is confidence is not a skill, it's a decision. Actually, I don't even remember where I got this quote, but it always reminds me that anytime and anywhere, the decision to be confident is not, you know, it's not something that you learn and it's not something that you have to study for. It's also not something that you earn or that you have to work hard for, or that's something that has to be passed on to you. There's definitely no waiting to be confident and no one else but you can give it to yourself. And it's just as easy as making a decision. Like you can decide right now to be confident actually, and it could really change the direction of your life. Thanks for sharing that. And that's a great quote that you mentioned. I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, it, it is as simple as a decision to go out there and build confidence, right? I know a lot of people say they're not born with confidence and that's fine, right? But it's something you can work on, right? And it doesn't have to take big, big steps to do it. Just little by little, the more you keep doing it, the more confident you get. So thanks for sharing that great quote. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? For me, self-confidence is the feeling of, of being accepting and being excited about the fact that you can't tell the future. So my analysis on that is that somewhat, I, I read somewhere that the mere fact that we can't tell the future, we can feel two ways about it. We can either be scared of it because we don't know what will happen, 
or we can be excited about it. And in fact, in our body, it's actually the same. Fear and excitement is almost the same physiological effects. Like your pupils are dilated, your heart beats faster, and your palms get sweaty. When you're scared, it's the same thing. When you're excited, it's the same thing. So for me, confidence is accepting the fact that yes, you can tell the future, but also being excited about it and knowing that you can just pull through whatever it is. So it doesn't matter if it's asking a girl out or getting on stage and delivering your message or finally asking for a race or even if it's just as small as going on Facebook Live. So all of these things have that thing in common. You don't know what will happen, but then you accept that fact and then you decide to be excited about it. Thanks for sharing that great definition. I know most of us are always so afraid of, you know, the the fear of the unknown. But like you mentioned, instead of getting uh, scared about it, we should be excited about it because you never know what opportunities would land. You know, once we take that action and you know take go on the other side of fear. So I really love that definition that you mentioned. And Carla, what was your life like before you discovered self confidence? Oh my God, it was <laughs> it was so bad. I even I actually even discovered that I look better with confidence, or it's just I I got more confident that I feel like I look better. But I before I felt like I was ugly. I felt I felt that even uh, I've been a writer forever, and everything I write, I just didn't feel like it would win anything. So for example, I joined a lot of contests since I was uh, high school, and honestly, I my stuff would rank like I won fourth place first runner-up whatever but I never won something and it kind of became like a self-fulfilling prophecy like I knew I was good but not that good so it, you know my self-confidence was pretty bad there was a guy in high school that I really liked that I never talked to for like a year because I would I just didn't have that confidence and here's another thing and you know this because you grew up in the Philippines in my my school my high school was a really small school it was a parish school and none of us uh, dared to apply to UP or University of the Philippines as like a state university where like smart kids go. And I, I really wanted to go to that school, but I was so unconfident that I didn't even take the OCAT or the, the test to get in the entrance test. And I missed my chance. And even though I went to a, still a good school, I just sometimes I still go back to that time and, and thought, what if I just had, uh, I just decided to be confident. So I was underachieving, basically. I didn't take a lot of risks. And I was always scared of failing because every failure was just like a self-fulfilling prophecy for the next failure. And I just thought maybe I was just the kind to not be, I'm good, but not that good. So I had that. I had a thought in my head. Thanks for sharing that. And I think we all go through that, right? Especially as women, especially as Asian women, we feel like we're, we're never enough. We feel like we have to keep doing more or we're not good enough to, like you mentioned, go after that prestigious school or ask for a raise because, you know, we've been programmed that we are women and, you know, we, we shouldn't go out and do crazy things like that or it's shameful or, you know, it looks, it looks like we're we're being greedy or hungry for something. But you know, if we're worth if you if you know you deserve it, and you're worth it, you should go for it, right? And even if you don't get it, at least, you know, versus like you mentioned, what if what if what if, right? And the funny thing is, I was supposed to be confident. I was a wonder child, I learned how to read at two. And my mom was like, Oh, my God, like, she's gifted, whatever. <laughs> and then she put me through a school already. So at two, I already went to school because I learned how to read. And so I entered elementary school at five, I entered 
entered high school at 11 and college at 15 and I graduated at 19. So I learned how to read at two and during my first few years when I was a kid I graduated valedictorian in preschool and won a lot of gold medals in math, spelling and science. Like literally math, spelling and science I was first but for some reason my confidence just started dying as I approached my teenage years and I now that I think I've never actually thought about this before and uh, the memories just kept coming back to me now and I think it's actually it has a lot to do with the upbringing about what our society tells us about what Filipinas or teenage Filipinas you know what they say dalagang Pilipina you know what teenage Filipinas how we should behave you know you should be quiet and meek so I think that's how my confidence died. Thanks for sharing that. You know, what was that point in your life when you realized you were more than enough to go out there and, you know, be who you are today, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? So my aha moment came when I was in college, when I was uh, 17, and I was thinking about clubs to join. So I was doing okay with my studies, and I just know that if I had some sort of a club or an extracurricular activity, it would just look better on my resume when I graduate. So I chose the debate club. And in debate, it's really, it's, you know, everyone will will lambast you or or make fun of you and and that's okay because everyone also knows that that you're not you will suck when you know when you're starting out so i had so many bad and embarrassing speeches like and so many bad matter like literally for example what one of my arguments was we were we had an economic debate and and i was going for embargo for iran or something it was an economic embargo but i didn't know that and so i said maybe we should just embargo their uranium so that they will stop their terrorist activities blah 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 and people were laughing cuz like how do you embargo uranium and it was just so stupid but i you know i was i didn't know what i was saying so for 4 years my debate friends made made fun of me and called me uh, uranium and it was okay and I we made fun of it but that was one of the very very bad speeches that I gave and my mentors told me you know what if you keep sucking and keep practicing you you know there's no no way but uh you and that's the only way that you'll win the championship so now I'm like I saw the prize and I trained every day literally I would debate every day until 12 midnight because I told myself there's no other way to win and I realized that they were right in two years I won the championship and it was the first championship and the first big win that I won ever since I was probably seven years old so after that I switched back to my confident self and I I realized that I will never let anything make me feel awkward again or unconfident or feel like, you know, I'm not enough. Thanks for sharing that. And I think a lot of people don't realize when you start something new, you're going to suck. Like sometimes you're going to suck really bad, but with, you know, daily practice, you get better, right? Pro- you know, pra- practice makes yeah. progress. And like you did, you know, you just kept practicing and practicing until you got to the end goal. And, you know, because of that, what's your life been like now? Well, I'm really, I really credit a lot of my success in my debate experience because not only did it teach me how to be confident, it also taught me how to be eloquent, how to look for solutions rather than, rather than, you know, apply blame or something like that. Because the goal of debate was really to, to solve a solution in society. So when you, when you debate about abortion, you're not, you're not just arguing to legalize, to let, to give women uh, the power over their bodies, but 
you're also debating on what's the best solution for illegal abortions already happening or how can we best protect the women how can we you know balance the interests of the society so debate is a really good uh, mental exercise on finding solutions so for anyone who's listening if you have the chance to join a debate team if you're in school right now or you have kids who are in school I would gladly 100% recommend joining the debate team to talk about also talk about world issues so I credit a lot of my uh, success in you know and where I am today with debate and the confidence that it has given me and through that I got braver and braver at taking risks risks and going after what I really want so the results are like I got to do more and I got to achieve more and I just didn't believe any form of limitations I just refused to to accept the limitations that you know modern society has given me I would even debate with banks they apply for a loan and they give me this is our interest and I would negotiate that interest like I just went after whatever I wanted and of course I can't always get what I want but my batting average keeps getting better and better and the other benefit of that is I can also teach other women especially Filipinas the same and help them achieve the same as well so my own little way aside from being the eldest child and leading my teams i also get to become a role model for other people in my own little way awesome well thanks for sharing that and you know to the woman who's listening to your episode she may be in her own journey to self-confidence what would be that one tip you would give to her so for you girl who is on your journey to self-confidence you know life is too short to spend it being unconfident. Like literally, this decision is yours as much as deciding what shoe to wear or how you're gonna do your hair today or if you're gonna as easy as swiping left or swiping right on your Tinder. The decision to be confident is so easy and it's yours right now. You don't need anyone's permission. So try it out. You know, um, try it out for a few days and see how your life will change. And I'm 100% sure you will like it. And confidence always looks good on, on you. Thanks for sharing that great tip. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, please visit me on my Facebook page, Carla Singson. That's K-A-R-L-A-S-I-N-G-S-O-N. I post daily motivational and business advice. And there's also some articles and resources on my website, carlasingson.com. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Carla, you can also head on over to the thetowofselfconfidence.com and search for Carla's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Carla today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Carla. Thank you also, Sheena. And thank you so much to everyone who's listening too. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Get your free self-talk tape for building self-confidence by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.